This is Capital City with Capital J. Puffy, come through here talking about parties where you can't wear no athletic attire. Right. And, and everybody got to wear white. And everybody and got he going to make sure that everybody's stuff matched from top to bottom. That's a punk insurance that does not, that's not hip hop. Say it with your chest out. I mean, I'm just saying, man, that, man, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> if it's one period of time that I hated in hip hop was watching the bad boy movement take over and everybody want grown and sexy, grown and sexy. All grown and sexy means is take the lead of hip hop outside. Like I don't even mind the singing, man. It's but but it's like yo, man, allow allow hip hop to be hip hop. Right. And and what Puffy did was turn hip hop into R and B. Mm -hmm. R&B already existed This is Capital City with Capital J One time for your mind is Capital City We're in the house this evening Alongside my main man DL Glass Nah I made him put his glass down <laughs> I was in the middle <laughs> of taking that shot too Yes indeed Yes DL does not stand for drink less <laughs> <laughs> I Drink locally <laughs> hey, listen up, people. About a year ago, we did a show called The Most Dangerous Profession in the World. Mm. And at that time, we were talking about just the toll that hip-hop takes on people and how it often ends in loss of life. And it wasn't just by murders. We talked about heart attacks and poor health. You know, we talked about um, suicides. We talked about... Right, uh, all all types of ways that one can can meet their demise, but we really, you know, it's time to revisit this topic because in the past year since we did that first show, oh man, we lost so many rappers, and it's almost like everything that we talked about on that show, it's almost like society is like, oh yeah. You, you, you think, well, watch this. Look, society said, hold my beer. Right. And, you know, I think when we did it initially, we were asking the question, was rapper the most dangerous profession? Right. And that answer is, yes, it is. Two times. Definitely. Two times. Yes. Yes. So, so I think one of the okay, I think immediately following our last time, I don't know who it was first, but it might have was it King Von or or Mo M O three? How you pronounce his name? M O three or is it Mo? Or was it Mo three? Uh, R I P. Yeah, but but <laughs> Mo three. But we had two, you know. Three. I know those two guys were killed. Right. And now. What we're looking at in this show today, we're going to revisit the subject. We're going to go back to the topic because we lost a whole lot of people since then. Right. Now, we're going to go over a lot of different folks. We're going to go over a lot of different folks. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about all the other stuff that we talked about. But today, I want to, you know, once we get past some of these first people that we're going to name, we're going to, we're going to concentrate on, on a particular trend that's going on. Mm -hmm. and, and you know I think it's important Like the The two um, God rest their souls And All that But the two people We just mentioned I think it's important To kind of Talk about And we It's not like we're experts On these cases Or we know exactly What happens But we know What was reported In the media And I think it's kind of important Because of the 
the title of the show and what we're discussing rapper being the most dangerous profession in the world to talk about how these two guys in particular were killed and how gruesome the crime was. Um, and it, I don't know if you want to start with that or well, the the dude uh, Mo three, yeah. Or, I mean, this was it was videotaped. You know, he chased the dude down on the highway. He jumps out of his car. You know, he ran for his life. Right. You know, the the video appears to show him finally just confront the dudes, chasing him like, look, it is what it is. It is what it is. Right. And you know, that was it's that's a tough watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, King Von. His his murder is on film as well, mm-hmm. and um, since we're you know we're just gonna dive straight into the King Von story. Then since we're there, you know, um, I had no idea until this dude passed away that you know that he was a notorious killer. Hmm. You know, it's one thing to have a body allegedly, uh, it's, never it's, convicted. <laughs> All right, never convicted. Never so, convicted. You know, but but he claims the body. So alleged. It's not like anybody else alleged. He alleges himself, right, to be a notorious killer, right. And turns out that he was an actual notorious killer. Hmm. Now, we talked about how the many ways that rappers can can meet an early death, but for a guy who's been involved with Chicago street violence for so long right. to lose his life out of town. In Atlanta, where he was living. B- trying to beat somebody up with his fist. Right. Is is ironic, to say the least. And karma. You know, it, you know. Right. But, you know, it, it was all on videotape. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what you see on the film is clearly a dude who... You know, there was no surprise that that incident ended the way that it ended. Right, right. Because if you look at his resume, it was almost like they If knew. he's here, if this guy if this guy who has this notorious resume and rap sheet right. is on your case yes. and attacking you, then it's deadly serious. Absolutely. You got to. So, you know, yeah. I can imagine that, that even after the police get involved, there's going to be no... Um, <laughs> You know, I don't think any of those guys are going to get any charges pressed against them. Well, they got locked up, but as far as I know, they're out. Like, yeah, you know, the lawyers are going to get on that, man. Yeah. I mean, you got to think. Now, here's the deal about King Von. After he passed away, they're, you know, I guess posthumously charging him for the murder of that girl, uh, K.I. Right. Up there in Chicago. Right. So that will probably help these guys in Georgia. Get off. Get off, mm-hmm. you know. So, so when you're when you're trying to claim self defense, mm-hmm. well, if the person that's attacking you has already killed people, right? And you know they're going to be able to sell the idea that that these guys know that this guy is known for killing people. He Absolutely. said he kills people. You know, see what I'm music? saying? So, so this beef is deadly serious, and and a uh, deadly force was necessary, right? Your Honor. So I think they'll end up walking away from that. Side note, because we're talking about King Von and him putting certain things in his music. And that's why that's a part of the reason why we can make certain statements, because he said it himself. 
Right, right, right. So he claimed he had seven bodies. I think was it right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was, was it seventeen higher than zero. Right, right. <laughs> so, and, and you know, so it brings me to um, me reading the article about Jay Z and Meek Mill, and you know their whole little group uh, pushing for to change um, policy that you can't use the music to um, present evidence in a case anymore. And, you know, I, I think that's, I, I was thinking about that and I was like, is that the right approach? <sighs> I don't know, but it ties straight into, to this trend that we were going to get around to later. We're going to jump straight into it. There's a dangerous trend now and I'm seeing. I'm sorry for jumping in. But no, no, it's perfect because okay. we, we need to get right on into this because what's going to happen is we're going to start talking about this. It's going to go long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if we need to, then this can just be the whole show. Okay. Now, the trend that we want to talk about today that's making hip hop so dangerous, especially in large urban environments, is the trends of rival gangs using the music to antagonize each other. Right. And you see that especially in the media in Jacksonville and Chicago. In Jacksonville, Julio Fulio and Young and Ace been going at it for for you know more than a year now, well over a year and we've had Probably 20 people dead as a result of their beef. And these are two crews. Now, you take a place like Chicago that's even larger than Jacksonville and has had this these types of violence, problems with violence established in their community for, hundred what, 100 years now. You know what I'm saying? This right. is gang. Like, when you say gang. You think Chicago. Chicago is the original. Right. You know, that's the original place that your mind goes. Now I don't know if they're the original gang place, but well, but you know you think monsters, gangsters, you know, and white, black, whatever gangs. You think Chicago for the sake of time? Just yeah, a little bit of history about gangs. So the first documented gangs were in Chicago, but they weren't uh, people of color per se. They were from the like the Polish and uh, um, um, Irish. Yeah, communities because Italians, know, right? Those were, were were deemed as ghettos that we. Yeah. Take. The ghettos weren't originally for us because right. the ghettos were too nice for black people back in the day. Can you believe? Yes, it? they wouldn't let black people into the ghetto. Right. So <laughs> that's just a side note about gangs. So the the first documented ones were in Chicago. So right. and then on another note, um, Chicago music took so long to infiltrate other places because it was so heavily. It was specific uh, to the area. Right. And a lot of it was about gangs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And And that's why it took so long for it to get outside of there. Right. Because there's nothing you could relate to unless you're right there in the area. Everything they're talking about is stuff that's going on here using terms familiar to people around here. Right. And what's happening in these areas, sadly, is they're using the music to antagonize their opponents. You know what I mean? So, I the untrained ear is listening to a lot of this stuff. Right. And and when when these rappers who are local to areas 
that are having these problems with gang violence, when they get on the national radar, mm-hmm. we don't, you know, the general consumer doesn't understand that they're talking about beefs that have been going on for the past six, seven years. Right. And they're talking about close friends that are dead and people they hate. You see what I'm saying? And and what's happening is they're also influencing a generation of people who follow them to mirror these beefs in other communities, which is a problem. And I think you should talk about Jacksonville a little bit more because you you put me up on game about what was going on in Jacksonville. And when you told me about it, it had been going on for a little while at this point. Yeah. And yeah. all those kids and young people, I hate to call them kids, but all these young people who died and what's, what's the what's your boy name? The one who did the track um and went to the cemetery? Um that was Julio Fulio did that one. Who I, I smoked. That dude's a monster, man. Yeah, these are like, <laughs> like here's here's the thing. Was what's what these beefs are turning into is you know they're taking a piece of the hip hop world and turning it in in like okay, we talked about how gang life infiltrated hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hip hop has infiltrated gang life, and they took the battle rap. And turned it into, you know, and, and and incorporated it into these gang beefs. But rather than just being about the words, right? This is real, right? But the you know, and the idea of I'm gonna find somebody. I'm gonna say the worst thing I can say about them, right? But it used to be in the name of competition, you know, in the spirit of competition about um. You know, staying true to hip hop. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. But now, when somebody's saying the worst thing I can say about you, they really mean it. So, you know, like back in the day, a freestyle MC be like, I come over your house, I kill everybody in there. Words. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? And they, and yeah. they don't, don't mean nothing. That this over, it's like, yo, you got me, I'm through. I'm, you know, you go work on your bars and you come back. Right. These dudes don't face each other face to face. Mm-hmm. They put the battle rap in the video. Mm-hmm. And when they say, I come over to your mama house and kill everybody over there. Mm-hmm. From that point on, mm-hmm. your mama's sleeping at grandmama's house. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening today. And they brought battle rap, something that used to be a way to, to diffuse conflict through art has now gone back to intensifying the conflict, you know, and antagonizes things. So you got Julio Fulio down in Jacksonville. Um, some people from Young and Aces crew were were allegedly um, involved with killing one of his cousins. Mm-hmm. And... Later on, on Young and Aces, I think I don't know if it's eighteenth birthday or twenty first birthday, but he was going out to the to a restaurant. He had his brother and his friend, best friend, in the car. Right, and um, and he got shot up, and his brother and his friend were killed, and he didn't die. But these dudes, there used to be a time when even amongst gangsters, you know, they kill each other, shoot each other in the street. 
Then you go to the funeral and, you know, and then y'all start beefing again after every after the, the drama's over. You let people grieve and you go back to beefing. But there's a savagery to the way these dudes are doing dead opponents now. Like, you know, these dudes are going to the to the grave site making videos, you know what I'm saying? Um Black young you know that they're, they're, they're urinating on these dudes' images and smoking and, them. You know, the fans are calling these people's, like, you know, kids are getting killed. When I say kids, like, some of these folks are 16, 17 years old, and they get killed, and the fans of their opposition are calling their parents, mm-hmm. saying stuff like, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad your son is dead. And There's a savagery. There's a savagery right now. Right. You know, they're going to the funeral, and they're shooting up funerals. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? And, um... You know, so so your boy's brother dies, you know, and since dude lost his cousin, he feels like it's okay to mock this guy who lost his brother. Right. And I haven't been a person who lost a brother. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of stuff that, that we can, that people can forgive and get over. Right. And whatever beef you have going on, a lot of times maybe be squashed. With the right uh, mediator. Right. But when you start disrespecting the dead and going to funerals and calling people's mothers, you cross the line where it can never be fixed. Mm-hmm. And people are taking it there now. And that's what happened in Jacksonville. These, these beefs that they got going on has crossed the line where things can never be fixed. Right. And, um, and it's claimed the lives of over 17 people so far. And it's gotten to a point where these artists have been so disrespectful towards each other and made one another so upset with the disrespect that they've been willing to dish out mm-hmm. that, you know, you had these dudes that traveled from from Florida to do a show in Tennessee and dudes would follow them to Tennessee to, to kill them. Right. All the way from Florida. All the way from Florida. You know, you got fathers and sons getting literally, I'm not making this up. You got father and son in jail right now. Let me tell you something. Who drove to another state. Right. And and that's, now this is all alleged and this is w- rumored. Mm-hmm. So they had a, um, I don't know if I should say this. So they had a sneaker fest in downtown Raleigh uh-huh. uh, last year. Right. Um, the Sneaker Fest was headlined by your Florida boys that you're talking about. Ooh, uh, oh, Julio Fulio and Young and Ace? Young and Ace. <clears throat> really? What? Okay. So, boop, 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 flipping through news article. Some guys from Florida, Jacksonville, were caught in Chapel Hill with a small... Arsenal, huh? <laughs> like they were following, they were coming here and kill them. And it was so odd that they caught them in Chapel Hill. I, I honestly think they went the wrong way and ended up in Chapel Hill. Mm. You know, Chapel Hill police don't play, right? Yeah, he's gonna be riding through there looking for somebody to kill, right? So looking all like out of towners. 
it's, it's just funny that you said that about people coming to other states. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw an interview like, here when recently. You, you remember you talked about Young Dolph getting shot up in Charlotte? Man. You think that was really some people from Charlotte? Oh, no. Right. No. You see what I'm saying? Then right. Cameron get shot at in D.C.? In D.C. He said they threw it the wrong side. This is what Cameron said on... Um, like, TV. you know, and a lot of people accuse him of, of clout chasing. You know what I'm saying? And dry snitching. And dry snitching. But... But you know, if that if that whole incident was real, you know, yeah. it, it just says that for a long time rappers have been safe out of town. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and beefs will follow you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Man. But but what's going on in Jacksonville got way out of control. We we spoke about that a little bit on the earlier podcast. But what I really wanna get um, you know, we want to talk about how this thing is mirrored in Chicago, but ten times on a ten times grander scale, right? With um, O Block and ah, uh, golly, what's the name of the Tukeville. other crew? Tukaville, yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, man, you're talking about now. Here goes here goes what's sad about these situations. You got to understand and, Chicago politics. And outside of Chicago, I see it even even where we live, like Princeville, Tarboro. At the end of the day, we're all going to graduate from Tarboro High School together. Right. We're going to play football on the same football team. Right. But you got guys that do all this stuff, and on the weekend, they beef. You know what I mean? Right. And so, you know, growing up, seeing this in real life and, you know. So you understand. So Chicago. you understand how, how it can happen because I've seen it. But I also come up in an era Mm. Where I've seen how these dudes can be civil to each other. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. difference in in what I saw growing up in the neighborhood beefs versus you know then versus now. Like let's say at worst, one of them dudes catch one of them other dudes somewhere they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Worst thing happened to him, he get beat up. Beat, yeah. Right. They will shoot you right in the face. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Right. And back then, neither one of these guys would take a carload of people over there and go kill somebody and then ride back over to, like, you know, nobody's going to ride from Princeville in the Tarboro. Right. Kill somebody and ride back to Princeville. Right. And then make a video. Right. And say they shoot a music video. Right. About the dude that just died. Knowing that these are the people that killed this dude. Back then, but nowadays, they do it. They do that now. Right now. They do that now. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Right now. Right. (laughs) So, this is the kind of stuff that's going on today. And in Chicago, that thing got way out of control because I I started doing a little bit of research on the King Vaughn story. You know, I was was interested because the first time I saw King Vaughn, I heard a crazy story. You know, I'm I'm watching the video. I was like, this, you know, it's interesting. I, I you know, I got that's the the stamp I put on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Animal. like yo, cap. What you think about this? I watch it. I listen, it's interesting. Right. So, I wanted. You know, I'm just like you text me <laughs> after you saw it. You said, after I saw the video, you said, man, I didn't. I could. I didn't know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't know the dude was a killer. What? You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting here looking at the video. I'm saying, thing is, dude's about 15, 16 years old. He in the streets, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, 
as time went on and I learned a little bit more about the situation, the the reality is there are a lot of King Vons out there. Hell yeah. Now, let's um in the King Von story. King Von. King Von represents O Block. Yeah. Now, O Block is called O Block because uh, one of their homies got killed. His name was O something. I, I I'm not even gonna be disrespectful and say the wrong name. Right. But they they represent that guy. Right. Who's O. Mm-hmm. You know, so Tukaville represent Tuka who got killed. Mm-hmm. With, but these are this place only a block apart, 63rd and 64th Street. Chicago's block by block. Mm-hmm. It's a grid. Right. So these guys are block apart, so obviously they all went to school together. They rode the same school bus to go to school at one point. Mm. So in all these beefs evolved on Twitter. So if you really want to follow what's going on, you know, Twitter keeps a history of everything. Mm-hmm. So you can look at the, the the beefs escalate through Twitter. Right. After somebody kills, you see them jaw back and forth about it. Right. Ah, well, that's why your boy is six feet under now. Right. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Not rest in peace. Rest in piss when they really want to be disrespectful. Right. So you see all this stuff on Twitter that that happened before I'd heard of King Von or before I, you know, like this dude, you know, he's gotten away with murder. Mm-hmm. Before we even heard him, he had gotten away with murder. Right. You know, Shit, by the time we heard him, he had just came home from yeah. the murder trial. And Lil yeah. Dirk, Lil Dirk gave him the avenue to, um, you know, to to hopefully get out of the streets. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But that association, that close association with King Vaughn put a target on Dirk, too. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because he ended up with a case in Atlanta, too. Well, they are, they're all associated now. And they right. had Rico on them all, all day yeah. for some of the murders. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But with King Vaughn, there was this girl that um that he allegedly killed. And that that was shocking to me. Because, um, you know, after looking at some of the text messages, they would text each other back and forth. They were friends. It's like they were they were, they were frenemies. Yeah. In in the truest sense of the word, they were right. frenemies. And, it you know, it let me know that this dude is a sociopath. You right. see what I'm saying? He don't have regular feelings. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. And you're seeing a lot of this, like in the Bronx, there's a K-Flock. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, more recently, he just killed this guy that um, that saw him walking down the street. He came out of the barbershop to confront him, and then dude ended up dead. Right. But this dude be on Instagram riding through opponents' territory, hollering at folks out the window. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shout out on DJ Drewski. DJ Drewski? Yeah, from New York, because DJ Drewski is receiving a lot of flack right now um, because he said that he's not going to perpetuate the beefs anymore by playing any drill music that is... Right, folks getting social. killed behind this stuff, right. man. And he's the first one to take that stance. Right, right. And, they, you know, it's it's tough because the, the, the sad part about this trend is that if... If people are using the music to perpetuate beefs, then the spillover comes to the live shows. Hmm. And I'm telling you this as a parent and as a fan of hip hop as a whole. 
this makes the game more dangerous. Absolutely. So you got to think like who's who's going to be willing to go to a show after a while? This you know, right? This well, with well, this kind of stuff going on. Who's on the bill? Because it, like you look at J Cole's uh, Dreamville Festival that's coming up. Yeah, you don't have to worry about anything like that. There, I'm just right. saying. But you know, right. with with these guys in particular, absolutely. You know, um, like the guy that 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 King Von jumped on before he got shot. He was saying that now. He can't perform anywhere. Oh, Quando Rondo. Quando Rondo's career is basically over because, I mean, he can't go do a live performance because nobody's going to be willing to insure their building or open right. up understanding that you just killed a dude, your crew killed a dude that right. already killed seven people. Absolutely. And they and they're part of they're they're part of beefs that they've been killing each other back and forth up there <laughs> for years now since 2011 2012 they've been shooting each other dead that's back and forth them. that's and just them and their crew and you done kill one of these dudes and you think you gonna come to my club well Quando Rondo just put started, on a show started back getting shows I think October November that the last later part of last year. Right. So, but I get hell. I right. Mean, yeah. Like. But but this type of stuff. So so you know it makes it it it's sad for the whole for the right. whole community. Yes. That that there's a faction of of hip hop that's taking part in this. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes right. it hard on everybody, man. It's gonna be hard on the venues. Like like my kids may not get to see hmm. live. They're not gonna get the experience live hip hop the way that I did. Like there may come a time where just club, like just live hip hop show at a club, just might be something that people just not gonna be willing to do ten years from now, five years from now. But you know what? So um, I I try to make the distinction between hip hop and rap. Like I give right. credit to the hip hop artist. That's there's some rap stuff going on right here. This is rap all stuff all day. day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why it's important to say yeah. rapper, not hip hop, yeah. is the most dangerous. No, rapper is the most rapper dangerous. Rapper is dangerous. Profession. Right. Right. Dudes is doing it for the love of hip hop, man. Ain't nobody trying to shoot you. You know nobody what I'm saying? Shoot and, and if the industry was different, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. If they if the machine and I don't care if the person is indie independent or not. If the machine wasn't behind this, if y'all wasn't pushing this within our community, because that's what half of y'all think that we are like anyway, then this wouldn't even be an issue. Like YouTube should shut this sh down that, right away. There now I've sometimes I'm appalled. Like, why is this available? Why, is, why does this have like, six million views? You have you're like why is a killer able to to get on YouTube? Smoke an illegal drug, holding an illegal gun, bragging about doing illegal activity. I don't get it. And Pete Gay. But, hey. They gave O.J. Simpson almost 30 years in prison for going to that hotel room and getting his memorabilia back from these people. They call him a robber. Why is it that YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and all these other outlets allowing these criminals to capitalize on criminal activity. You know what I mean? Because they're capitalizing. Absolutely. End the story.
And I use I know I use OJ. That's but you always using a sport sports as a metaphor yep. when we talking about hip hop. So that's why I thought about OJ. But well, it's the same thing in a capitalist society. Entities do everything they can get away with. In the story, and if if Jay Z and I'm a fan of Jay Z, I like his what he does for the the community and stuff like that. But if you, like like I think Charleston J White said this. If this is what you're spending your time on, saying that they can't use music to incriminate or charge these people or add, get evidence against them for crimes they have committed, you wasted your time. You could be better using your time to do something else. Because if me telling on myself for a crime that I committed isn't admissible in court, then what are we here for? Right. These dudes are telling on themselves. Why do the police have to do work if they telling on themselves? Hey, down in Jacksonville, that's one thing that's happened in Jacksonville. The police have a unit assigned strictly to just deciphering the videos. Everywhere do. Now? Yeah. 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 Everywhere do. It, it, back home, they got one. You know and, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, man, I talked so, to an officer who told me about these kids. He showed me he he talked about three different murders that happened in small honey. <laughs> and and they talking about it. They made songs about they sitting there talking about smoking this one and smoking that. That's what it means. I killed or my homeboy killed this dude. Like, come mm-hmm. on, bro. These like Please. you said, sociopaths. That's that's the that's the trend. So the disturbing trend nowadays is sociopathic. Sociopathic MCs yes. rapping about their serial killings. Damn. We got hold serial up, killers on the microphone. Wait a minute. Wait. This is Capital City with Capital J. Say that again, man. <laughs> Sociopathic rappers bragging about their serial killings. That's deep, man. That's what's going on out here. And and you gotta be careful. Like, now here goes the part where I'm gonna sound a little bit preachy. But you got to be careful what you what you feed your children. You know what I mean? Um, I remember people were a different kind of bold after NWA came out right. in the face of authority. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't wasn't the NWA made people, uh, you know, just go crazy and spit in the police's face. But they were a little bit more defiant. Right. You know, after after hearing. F the police a few times in the car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Liquor it up. And so, you know, there's power. There's power in words. And there's power in imagery. And the imagery today is, um, you know, these, these beefs and this sociopathic behavior and it's not caring. Like, when people die, the beef is over. And, you know, when you keep the beef going and you have to disrespect a dead person, you know, urinate on somebody's grave, um, you know, calling, harass somebody's mother. Like, these are things that, you know, that's heartless. Heartless. You know, like, whatever feelings you have for somebody, even even an opponent or an op, once they're dead, it's over. Should be over. Should be over. Anything you do from that point on will get you new opposition. Mm-hmm. You had a beef with one person That person is dead If you want beef with their whole family 
you go over there and urinate on their grave. Right. Then you just bought 25 new enemies. Right. And that's what's happening. And it, it and these situations are are intensified for nothing. So this thing that 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 we see over and over again, Chicago and Jacksonville, you know, we see in Detroit, we see in the South Bronx, we see it in Baltimore. And these dudes are racking up views and the people outside of the areas are not understanding that that you're supporting a murder machine. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you really even understand. So, um, DJ Academics um, is popular among the young folks. Right. For, you know, did, did yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Vic Mensa went to um, Everyday Struggle when DJ Academics and Joe Button had the show on Complex. Uh-huh. And at the time, I didn't really consider... Or think about what Vic Mensa was saying to academics as far as him wanting to slap him. Cause he, he told him, like if if we were if we were meeting in a different setting, I would slap the out of you mm-hmm. because of what you report on Chicago music. And then I had to sit back and reflect on it because you know, I, I have a, a different perspective on Chicago and Chicago music just for my time there. So the stuff that I see now that the world is just getting, or the the, the country is just getting an introduction to now within the last five years or so since chief Keith, I already knew that stuff was going on in Chicago. And like I said, the music was always there. This gang stuff within the music was always there. It was just contained to mm-hmm. the city. Right, right. Like, I remember the... F- so they've been f- going in on each other. What? I remember when I first moved to Chicago, it was two important events that I s- witnessed while I was there. The first thing, the day I moved there, I saw a billboard of um, Lupe Fiasco. He had an Adidas deal. Mm-hmm. Lupe Fiasco didn't even have kick push out for the rest of the country when he had this Adidas deal. Mm. So that let me know how big Lupe Fiasco was in Chicago. 2004 is when I moved to Chicago. 2005, maybe 2006 is when kick push came out to the rest of the country. And most people didn't even know Lupe had this Adidas deal. Right. 2005, 50 cent. Get Rich or Die Trying movement hit. And he came out with the video game. So I I, I rock with 50 Cent, but then again, I don't rock with 50 Cent because I saw 50 Cent put on the South Side of Chicago in the hundreds, the wild hundreds. He put up a billboard with him with his bulletproof vest on holding these two guns for his video game. And the people in the city protested for them to take this billboard down. So all of this stuff that we see that we think is so new in Chicago, like, man, and this stuff was going on way before I was there. Right. You know, Uh, a a, a good representation of, and and I think it'll give people a a better understanding of where we are as a country. When I talk about these rappers and stuff and this drill music is, it's a book that I was introduced to called the spook that sat by the door. Mm Mm-hmm. Great read. Right. 
the CIA trained this man and he went back to Chicago and basically took over one of the largest gangs in Chicago based off his CIA training. Mm. And they talk about this gang stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think it just gives, it, it lets you know the danger, the dangerous nature of this music. And I yeah, like drill music. It's nothing to play with. It's nothing to play with. I kinda like, like drill music. Right, right. Kind of like a seance. <laughs> and, and and what's a seance? If you read... You don't mess with that. You don't do those things because it's demonic. Yeah. Demantic. Demonic. Demonic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In nature. Right. And and that's where we are now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is almost like spirituality. <laughs> it's... It's a, a lack. The light is out, man. You know what I'm saying? These dudes ain't even lyrical. No, it's just it's. Hey, man, it's not about the music. No, it's about disrespecting. It's yes. about being as absolutely disrespectful as you could possibly be. Right. And that's like I said, it's just a recipe for disaster, man. And it, it kind of hurts me in a way to see how young these people are because they get killed when they're at their silliest. Right. And I'm not saying like, you know, anybody that's in this age range that's listening to me right now, you might be mad at me for saying this, but one day you're going to be my age and you're going to look back at yourself now. If you live through whatever you're going through. Right. Everybody does it. It's not just me. It's dudes that's been to jail. It's mm-hmm. doctors. It's lawyers. It's child molesters even. Everybody gets to a point. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, I was out of control when I was this age or that age. Right. Because life is growth. Mm-hmm. And wherever you are now is not where you're going to be. No matter, even the most hardened gangster of all of us. Now, you got some dudes that crip out, blood out, or gangsters, disciples for life, and they might be 50 years old, still rocking the colors and all of that stuff. But for the most part, most people move to a different place as they mature right. and get older. And the thing that saddens me is when I see a young person invest so heavily in where they are mm-hmm. that they can't get anywhere else in the future Mm -hmm. so you know and i say that like even if it's if you invest too heavily in gang life right now then you're not it's gonna be harder for you to move into your next phase Mm -hmm. because you will reach your next phase one day Mm -hmm. there's gonna be something that's gonna make you want something different one day right and the thing that saddens me that that we're in a place right now where life is valueless to right. so many people. Yes. But one day, even to those people that life doesn't mean anything at 18, 19, 20, mm-hmm. even those people mature and reach a point where they they realize that life is valuable. Right. For the most part, you know, this happens. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. Even some of these people that we're describing as sociopaths right now aren't true sociopaths. Mm-hmm. Some of them are lost right now. Right. And going to wake up one day. You know, it's only a handful of them are true sociopaths and would never change. Yes. The rest of them are being led astray mm-hmm. by something that, that, that they can't, a peer pressure that they can't 
mm-hmm. that they can't um, turn away from. Right. So, so that that's what bothers me. And and, and since these people and these people are becoming the peer pressure mm-hmm. for other people. Mm-hmm. And you know, being in this game so long, I've seen how how impactful the music is. You know, like I said, we've already been through that thing where, you know. Our community wasn't, you know, wasn't it wasn't the place to get oral copulation. But after Akinyeli came out, put it in your mouth. This is how powerful our music is. Hmm. Akinyeli put it in your mouth, turn our culture into a place where you could get oral sex, mm-hmm. just as easy as you could in other cultures. Right, and that wasn't how it was before that song came out. Absolutely, you see what I'm saying. I, I can so, honestly say. It was easier to get head after that song came out than oh, it man. was before. Come on, man! Like that, that after that song, head became third base when it used to be a grand slam. Absolutely, you right. see what I'm saying? Right. So, and now it's first base. Yeah, yeah. It's but nothing. that, but that's not that's not how our culture was, and that's an right. example of how music can change a culture. And I'm just, I'm. This is a warning to the community that this has the possibility. Of changing the culture in a negative way, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I um, I had a conversation with somebody the other day. Like, you know, there there are a few pivotal moments, and you don't realize till later how important they were, and how bad certain things were. <laughs> like, you know, like there was a time I told people back in the day, Tupac is bad for business. Mm-hmm. Nobody want to listen to me. Right. It's not that I have anything against Tupac or his music, but what he was doing, you know, I could see this as a as you know, just as a as a hip hop consumer. Right. For years and years, like this is bad for for hip hop. Absolutely. His presence is bad for hip hop. Fifty Cent's presence was bad for hip hop. Terrible for hip hop. And you know, some no. people may disagree. No. Puffy, Puffy no. was bad no. for hip hop. No, 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 no. They were part of the rap game. Nah, right, right. They were not a part of hip hop. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And and see that's why it's important yeah. to have this dialogue. Right. That's why I say Puffy Puffy was good for the rap game but bad for hip hop. Absolutely. Like like the rise of Puffy signified the end of hip hop as we knew it before. Thank That's you. the end of two turntables. It's the end of walking in here right. and doing this thing from a grassroots way and being able to get away with putting out a uh, a Wu Tang Clan album. The the end. The, the you, you know. sure you want to say that? No, I'm, I'm just I'm just being real. Like you know, he cleaned he cleaned it up to the point. Like you got to think about what hip hop was at its rare essence. You and know that, what I'm saying? At its absolute close. essence, it was it was analog. It was it was um it was raw it was hardcore it's two turntables it's a microphone it's puffy is like, that's not two turntables and a microphone no. puffy is a studio 48 tracks right engineering right you know what i'm saying it's still you know it's 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 I you know I, I walk a fine line between saying it's hip hop in its highest form or it's the beginning of what we call rap Taking over in hip hop as we know it, being like all of a let's sudden, say that. all of a sudden, like let's take Puffy's music. Not on, not one Puffy song did you hear DJ do a scratch. That's Never. what I'm talking about. 
that's not hip hop. Like, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm. I can't define what hip hop is. I don't never yes, want to. I don't never want to to be a person who walk in here and tell you what hip hop is and what hip hop ain't. But I'm trying to tell you that the hip hop that you knew and what it was ended when Puffy made when Puffy became the main purveyor of of consumption hip hop. Dr. Dre too. Then no, Dr. Dre kept the hip hop in it. In Man. a different way than Puffy did for a longer time. He, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but when, but yeah. but yeah, I do understand what you're saying though, because he okay. took the scratching out. But but Dr. Dre is a DJ. He yeah. is a hands-on, okay. 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 experienced DJ who's Absolutely. made mixtapes and Absolutely. been on and done a mix show Absolutely. and done all this stuff. Dr. Dre is, but he went from hip hop to rap music. Right. He With did. Snoop he made Dogg. a transformation, but. But, you know, what Dr. Dre does is different than what Puffy, Puffy did. There's a right. different type of raw. Puffy is right. the father for what hip-hop, for what rap is today. Puffy is the father of this. Because he knows he sold the whole culture out. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, listen I, 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 I did not mean to cut you off, no, but, no, but just right along why I say this. Yeah. We're hip-hop, man, and Puffy come through here talking about parties where you can't wear no... Athletic attire, right? And, and everybody got to wear white. And everybody, and he gonna make sure that everybody's stuff match from top to bottom. That's some insurance. That does not. That's not hip hop. This is Capital City, <laughs> Capital City. <laughs> <laughs> Say it with your chest out. I mean, I'm just saying, man. That man, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> if it's one period of time that I hated in hip hop was watching the bad boy movement take over and everybody want grown and sexy, grown and sexy. All grown and sexy means is take the lead of hip hop outside. Like I don't even mind the singing, man. It's but but it's like yo, man, allow allow hip hop to be hip hop. Right. And and what Puffy did was turn hip hop into R and B. Mm -hmm. R&B already existed mm -hmm. And we we had We had hip hop so that we Would not have to dress up to go to the club And he turned mm -hmm. around and brought that bitch Back to hip hop and I hated him for it you know, not hate him, but I hated that time period. That's a bitch. Because if you want to dress up and go to the club, you can take your ass to the mom, go to the mom and papa club and dance at Anita Baker. Go but over Browns. here, over here. <laughs> We play a Wu Tang Clan and we got on right. Tim's and we get crunky. And that's why Dr. Dre would not let Mary J do any of her hip hop classics at the Super Bowl because he understand that everybody want to see Mary J do uh, the joint with Method Man and all these other people and all this. Shit. No, Dr. Dre said no. You gonna sing some R and B? What brought you in this game? But well, you came in hip hop. No, Mary J came in on hip hop. No, but Puff made her hip hop before but, she got introduced to Puff. Andre Harrell had Mary J singing straight hip hop. That's why you mean we, straight R and B. I mean straight, straight R and B. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then when Puff got his hands, he turned on her, he turned her into a mixtape. Absolutely. Like, like listen, that, that here's 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 where a lot of people like Puff is going to get credit. He's going to go down and they're going to say, oh, he great did this, and, uh, he did this, he did that. Right. What Puff Daddy did <laughs> was this capital city with capital J. <laughs> what Puff Daddy did was take the work of Ron G and S and S. 
and all these cats that were making these magnificent blend tape and put out the music instead of letting them blend it after the fact. He just did it ahead of the time. Ahead uh-huh. of time. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's all it was. That's all it was. So was he innovative? No. Was he ahead of the game? No. Did he create anything? No. Nope. So, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to, you know... I'm not trying to appear as a hater, man, but, you know, there's a such thing as way overrated. And, you know, Puffy Puffy gets the kind of credit. He gets the kind of credit that white dudes get when they discover some ish black people been doing forever. This is Capital City with Capital J. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> I think we need to stay right here, man. I, I mean, think this is where we need to be, man. I'm just keeping it real, though, man. Let's talk to our fans, man. Our fans are a very specialized fans to listen to this podcast. You know what I'm saying? This is the ish they want like, to talk about. Puffy, Puffy's like Elvis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh. <laughs> like, good gracious. And the, and the thing is, like, like it, it. I don't know. A lot of that stuff, yeah. A lot of that stuff kills me, man. It kills me when people get credit for for what Cat's been doing for so long. Right. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got in a whole other lane. Are we still even talking about dead rappers? Yeah, or we just well, on some other issues right now? This is a part of why rap rap is the rapper is the most dangerous profession. Well, here it is, and 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 you know it ties in too with Puffy and um, you know, because a lot of this the danger. And crews beefing and becoming deadly violent started with Biggie. Puff and Suge. Yeah, you know, before Biggie, before well, Biggie, it's Puff and Suge. Really? Yeah. Here's what, like a long time ago, Puff and Suge, like they have. This is like I'm just gonna start speaking about what I hear on the other side of the game. Okay. This is what I hear. What I hear is that Suge never liked Puff. Never. Never. Right, like this is just of, just what I hear. I don't know why. He just never, sure and, never liked him because of the shit you saying right now. And why? And 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 some and here goes what I've seen about Suge. Now this is just for my time in the industry. Mm-hmm. But what I seen, everybody in the industry is scared of Suge. When Suge yes. walk in the room, everybody shuts up. Yes. And what I found is that for people in the know. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Puffy on the East Coast. Yes. Puffy come in the room. If you know Puffy well enough. Right. Then I came to the conclusion that he must be genuinely dangerous Mm -hmm. at some level. Because I recognize a certain level of respect that people who are in the know around him seem to give him. And it's the same energy they give Suge inside of a circle. And I'm I'm gonna tell you I've seen it. Now I'm just telling you what I've seen. But now okay. with with these two dudes, now Shook, I'm not just because now to be a dangerous person doesn't mean that that more people are scared of Puffy beating them up than Shook beating them up. Okay. You can create a certain amount of respect and fear with the power and influence you have. And Puffy had that type of power and influence. With Suge, it was physical. With Puff, it was his influence and his power. Thank you. Suge was actual physical presence that nobody, like you, you I could tell you dudes didn't want to look him in the face. Right. With Puffy, 
it's more of a you don't want to offend him because he might send goons after you. Suge will beat your ass. Right. You see what I'm saying? And I and and this this the difference. He'll beat your ass right there on the spot. Like there was a Jack the Rapper convention in like '93, and yeah, Puffy, um, um, Suge, like the the reports from what I hear. You know, I, I remember Cash. I didn't go to that one, but right. Cash that went came back and told me, mm-hmm. Suge Knight turned that thing out. Mm. And also, if my memory serves me correct, I might have to go back and do the research. But I think that's the weekend that one of Puffy's bodyguards killed Suge's homeboy. Mm. That's from that point on. Mm-hmm. I think that you know. That Suge was going to get Puffy anyway. Mm-hmm. Something was going to happen. So Suge did an interview recently where he, because they, they've been trying to play Suge. Yeah, they like, act like he's soft because he in yeah, jail. Yeah. He can't get nobody. Man, yeah, Shug Puff's bodyguard good. killed Suge's homeboy. And this happened way before you heard about any beef between Big and Tupac. Mm. Big and Tupac, Tupac is not signed to death row when this happened. Right. So see what I'm saying? As to why. So Suge was already, he was already all on top of, like, you know, he walking there and said, all in the video. Like, this had already happened. This happened, this happened in 93. Right. You see what I'm saying? No, no, he was talking about Puffy. Like, like he had beef with Puffy from back then. I'm just telling you what what I'm hearing from in the industry, from people who are in the industry. Right. As, as it's happening. You know what I'm saying? So back in 93, you know, dudes come back like, yo, man, that cat Suge Knight. In California, that run Devil Records is real. Mm-hmm. This is the reports I'm getting in '93. Oh, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Like, yo, yeah. this dude is a real gangster, and everybody's scared of him. Right. So he knew what he wanted. Right. And Tupac. Ain't nobody think about Tupac. Hell no. You man. see what I'm saying? At that time, Pop was not no gangster, man. I mean, but it's 1993. Like Juice was about to come out. I think. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? The Juice yeah. had just come out, so he's not even associated with Death Row good yet. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but the introduction of a real gangster. Now you got to think about this. Suge Knight and Easy E were real gangsters. Hell yeah, that's why Dre went and got Suge. Right, and you see, <laughs> and look, look what's been happening inside of hip hop since then. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, there was, you know, rap beef was one thing. They brought this street beef, real street beef into this. Like, you know, right. Jerry Heller said that um, the Easy E's manager back mm-hmm. in the day from NWA, he said that, um, you know, I, I, there was an interview. He said he should have let Easy, he said, no. he should let Easy kill Suge. Right. You see what I'm saying? But he said right. they talked about it. Mm hmm. He was like, I don't know, you know. But he's like, when he looks back on it, he should have let Easy E kill Suge. Jerry was just as dangerous as. Oh yeah, he's ruthless. You know, <laughs> hey man, listen. To get to any, to get to certain heights, there's there's a there's only a certain distance you're gonna be able to get without being ruthless. Right. You know what I mean. Like, you know, to, to, to step over a certain point, there's going to come a point in your life where your success is going to be hampered by your ability to, you know, are you able to be ruthless and heartless or not? 
You know, if not, then you're going to stop here. And the person that's willing to do anything is going to keep right on going. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I've been there. And, you know, here I am. I'm here talking to you now. Right. <laughs> I get it. I'm not willing to do anything it, right. for a dollar or for anything. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got principles and certain stuff that I ain't going to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, since now, as we as we come full circle with this thing, I know we, we got sidetracked for a little while, but we started talking about about how dangerous being um being an MC is, right? A rapper. And and the la- a, rapper. a rapper, but but we're gonna talk since since we we didn't pay homage to all these people that passed away since the last show that we did. Yes. Talking about um, you know, MCs and whatnot that have passed on. So since then, I mean, DMX died since then, man. Come on, man. Crack cocaine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, X, um, Prince Marky D passed away. Biz Marky died. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, man, people getting out of here. And and nobody, like I said, nobody in hip-hop is old enough to be dead yet from old age. Right. So we sit here naming people that have died, but none of these people should be dead. Not even the the veterans that we naming. Black Rob's dead. Black Rob ain't supposed to be dead. He was 52, 53, mm. 52 years old. He ain't supposed to be dead. Right. See what I'm saying? Dude had four strokes before he died. So, Drug you know, abuse. and we talked about this. We talked about rappers not taking care of themselves and how the lifestyle, you know, there's no insurance at the end of all of this. So one thing, man, if you, you know, if you rapping right now, for you rappers that aren't just doing this to antagonize your ops, you know, if you're going to do this, man, save some money, put some money aside, man, and take care of your health. Absolutely. You know, because you're going to get old one day. I know nobody want to believe when they're 25, 26 that you'll be 50 one day, but you will. Right. You know, if God God forbid, God, uh, you know, Sign God willing. Sign major and put that in your contract, man. Right, Need right. some health insurance. Right. Shock G died. You know what I'm right. saying? Um. He's he's been dealing with drug addiction, so he falls under the drug addiction category. Poor fella, mm-hmm. but Shock G is the guy from Digital Underground, the Humpty's Dance. He was a guy that wore the Humpty Hump nose, so Humpty Hump was actually Shock G. Why he remind me of Skibo? Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did kind of Shock G and uh, Skibo kind of remind me of each other. You're right. Yeah. Um, let me see. We got a whole list of other rappers. Now, here's the thing. The reason we say rap is such a dangerous profession is because have I got a long list of names that you might not have ever heard. But you go on YouTube, you see these people's videos, they got a million views. So people heard of these folks. Right. If you got a million views on YouTube for a song, you are a rapper. Yes. Whether you know whether, whether I heard of you or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, we can classify them as rappers. Right, right. Um, Double K. He passed away. Forgot you about your boy. You got a young Dolph. We didn't even get oh, into man. the young Dolph situation. The dude that killed him, man. He had been in the videos with him, hadn't he? Right. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. He was a rapper too. Um, what was that dude's name? Well, he's in jail, man. Everybody know he did it. Um, well, actually, I forgot his name. He ain't in jail no more. Oh, he ain't in jail no more. They caught him in Indiana, and somehow or another, Indiana released him. So oh, wow. last I heard, they were looking for him because Indiana released him, but they kept the guy who was um, driving the car that they caught him in. Oh. They kept him, but they released the guy who actually was, you know, and then it's been three other people who've been locked up. It's right. just a lot with Young Dolph. 
Rest in peace to that brother, man. Because hey, I, I hate that that thing happened. I hated it happening night. This dude had just left a cancer unit at the hospital right. talking to cancer victims, you know, picking up cookies for his mom. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You know, this cloud chasing right there. We all know. Maybe I don't know what kind of beat they had, you know, but yeah, yeah silly. Silliness. You know what I mean? Um, uh, FBG. FBG Duck got caught up in that, that young Dolph, I mean, that King Vaughn um, stuff. Now, see the difference in Duck. And Vaughn. Vaughn was out here like, you know, the street said he had bodies. He said he had bodies. Mm -hmm. Duck, on the other hand, you know, I mean, he was a dude who his brother had got killed. You know, he was a. They killed this dude on Michigan Avenue, man. Yeah. One yeah. of the most popular spots. He killed him in front of uh, one, what was it, the Finney store or the. The Gucci store, one of them expensive stores. It was like stores. Drive of Chicago. Right, right. So, and 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 he didn't have any bodies on him. No. You see what I'm no, saying? No. So this is a dude that, you know, is living in an area where he's surrounded by all this foolishness. His brother gets killed. His mama said, don't go out trying to kill the people that kill your brother. Mm -hmm. Channel this in the music. Mm -hmm. He started going hard. He even went so far. As to make a song called Chicago Legends. Mm -hmm. In that song, he shouted out a couple of dudes from opposing gangs. Right. That had been killed that he didn't know, but he just gave like, yo, shout out such and such. I heard he was real, mm -hmm. you know. And that wasn't enough. Like, dudes are so savage that that wasn't enough to soften anybody. So they kept going in and somebody else from his crew got killed, which led him to make another one called Dead Bitches. Hmm. And he got killed a couple of months after he made Dead Bitches. The the important thing about even having a second part to this show was to make y'all aware that there's a dangerous trend going on and it's heading in a bad direction. Hmm. And uh, we've seen, you know, there's certain trends in hip hop that when bad trends take hold, it just messed things up for a long time. Takes things a while to get back to how they used to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want the the latest trend in hip hop to be our music videos are just ways to antagonize beefs and right. get, you know, get stuff started and keep stuff going, make it worse than it already was. Like we got enough of that going on. We can use this music for something better than that. So we need to make y'all aware. Um you know, and if you're not aware, be careful about what you listen to and what you support, because what you put your money into, like it said, King Von, every time he sold records, he took that money, went back and he armed his crew and they went out and killed so many people with mm -hmm. the money that he was using to finance all this violence and evil. Mm -hmm. So. You know, just be careful. Pay attention. Listen to the words. Listen to what people are talking about. You know what I'm saying? Can't you got a choice in what you support. Well, <laughs> well, you got to you got to learn what to look for. Stop looking. You know for what trends. I'm saying? Like, like for example, uh, pop out at your party. Right. The song yeah. sounds cute. It sounds fun right. and everything. But that ain't a song about coming to your party to enjoy Polo the. G. Yeah, Polo G. That right. ain't a song about just coming to the party and have a good time with the girls. that's there. Right. A pop out. You know, that implies I'm coming to, to lay test something up down. and lay somebody down. So, you know, just pay attention to the lyrics. Because when you support that, then you su 
this dude's telling you this is this this is what I'm singing my this is the life. So no matter what it sounds like, the audio um, profile right. says this music is fun and happy, but they play this at the, the NBA, content is the really NFL not day. right, right. And and this amounts well, when you do this over and over again, it amounts to programming. And talking about Polo G, um, his mama just recently, in the past what few months, had to defend her life because her sons are there talking about popping up at somebody's party. <laughs> See, you know, yeah, man, this you know, it's real. Because, People are crazy out do. here, and that that influence, like like I said, the BET. I don't think BET would have showed any of these videos. Not at least okay. not not. Early, maybe, no. maybe on BT uncut. So not even uncut because uncut was more so about you know the the, the yeah, and the they always stuff. cut the guns out. Right. So you got to understand that that BT being black entertainment television owned by a black man, they wouldn't have sold it. We would never have sold this to ourselves. Just right. understand that. Right. And the black man was in charge of black entertainment television. We did not have this imagery on. Television, right? It's on YouTube along with the full unedited versions. And Dave this Nash, is something that that you would not find when you were getting when you were receiving your video content from television. You were not going right. to get the guns and the hoes and the 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 words that you're getting now. Dave so Nash. it's the wild west on YouTube, parents, and you, every child in America got a cell phone. And this is the diet. This is what they eating. This is what they feeding their brain. And, you know, if they right. like hip-hop, you got to make sure that the hip-hop that they're digesting isn't turning them into hip-hop. a socio... Rap music. Uh, the rap music they're digesting <laughs> is not turning them into a sociopathic serial killer. This is Capital City with Capital J.